Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. To school in Bladensburg, I'm John Doman. We continue to follow primary election results tonight out of Florida, New York, and Oklahoma at 1010. We'll get analysis of the results so far from Ken Rudin, host of the Political Junkie podcast. And the Nats playing the Mariners tonight. A little late starting pitch there. It's 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. In today's primary, CBS News projects incumbent Congressman Jerry Nadler wins the Democratic nomination for U.S. House in New York, defeating fellow incumbent Congresswoman Carolyn Maloney. In Florida, CBS News projects Charlie Crist wins the Democratic nomination for governor of Florida, defeating Agriculture Commissioner Nikki Freed in a primary. More from CBS's Natalie Brand. Crist will face incumbent Governor Ron DeSantis in the fall, who's considered a top contender for 2024's presidential race on the GOP side. DeSantis has pushed education as a major issue in recent local and national appearances. Floridians want our school system to be about educating kids, not indoctrinating kids. While his Democratic rivals have made abortion rights a key issue heading into November. In Oklahoma Senate runoff, CBS News projects Madison Horn wins the Democratic nomination for U.S. Senate. Horn will face incumbent GOP Senator James Lankford in November. And in the race for Oklahoma's other Senate seat, CBS News projects Representative Mark Wayne Mullen wins the Republican nomination for U.S. Senate from Oklahoma in a primary runoff. Mullen will run in November for the seat currently held by Senator Jim Inhofe, who is retiring. There's new information on what kind of classified materials were allegedly taken from former President Trump's home by the FBI. CBS's Robert a newly revealed letter from the National Archives to Donald Trump's legal team details the alarm inside the federal agency about Trump's possession of highly classified material. Specifically among the boxes Trump took with him to his Mar-a-Lago estate were over 100 documents with classification markings comprising more than 700 pages, some up to top secret. North Texas is starting to recover after massive storms caused flooding across much of the region. The storms also brought heavy rains across northern Louisiana. CBS's Omar Villafranco reports. Just southeast of Dallas, the Medina family woke up to several inches of water inside their home, several feet outside. We found Jose Luis Medina surveying his waterlogged house. And he said when they went outside to get out, it was basically up to their necks. Two men have been convicted of conspiring to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer in 2020. This is the second trial that Adam Fox and Barry Croft Jr. have faced on charges that include attempts to obtain a weapon of mass destruction. David Porter is with the FBI. You can criticize your government. You can protest. You can vote your elected officials out of office. However, what you cannot do is plan or commit acts of violence. On Wall Street today, the Dow closed down 154 points. NASDAQ closed flat. This is CBS News. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Their end-to-end hiring system helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. It's 10.03 on Tuesday, August 23rd, 2022. 77 degrees going down to the upper 60s to around 70. Good evening, I'm Michelle Bash. 
The top local stories we're following this hour. A man is in critical condition and a woman is recovering from minor injuries after a stabbing this afternoon at Metro's Metro Center Station. WTOP's Annalisa Gale has details. A Metro spokesperson says a verbal confrontation on a red line platform ended with a stabbing on Tuesday afternoon just before 3.30. Among the two victims, a man sustained serious injuries when he was stabbed in the stomach, according to our partners at NBC4. The attack resulted in delays for riders at the Metro Center station during rush hour, with Metro Transit police surrounding the area as they searched for the suspect. Annalisa Gale, WTOP News. D.C. continues to struggle to handle thousands of migrants who are being bussed in from Texas and Arizona. And a bill introduced by D.C. Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton would provide the city with $50 million in emergency aid. A day after the Pentagon rejected a D.C. request for the National Guard to help, Congress is being asked for the appropriation for emergency food and shelter for the migrants. The money would be provided to FEMA. On August 5th, Texas Governor Greg Abbott said the state had so far transported 6,500 migrants to the nation's capital since April. The migrant children will be welcomed into the D.C. public school system. School spokesman Enrique Gutierrez says a process is in place and the students will be provided direct enrollment and support. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. New tonight, an independent D.C. council candidate is accusing at-large council member Alyssa Silverman of misusing campaign funds, and he's formally asked the Board of Elections to investigate. Kareem Marshall, an independent counsel at-large candidate, accuses Silverman of breaking campaign finance rules by paying for a poll that he says influenced the Ward 3 Democratic primary. In an emailed response to WTOP, Silverman says, quote, I'm an at-large council member running for re-election that commissioned polls to help me understand D.C. voter preferences. That's standard procedure for politicians, end quote. Schools in Prince George's County are gearing up to welcome back students next week, but at some schools there, teachers are preparing for things that you might not expect them. Our students are very eager to learn. Here at Templeton Elementary in Bladensburg, most of the 900 or so students are first and second generation immigrants, sometimes refugees. And that means even a fire drill needs extra prep time. Making sure they understand what's going to happen. It's going to be a loud sound. An annoying noise you might take for granted, but for them... And their own experiences may have a very different meaning. Amy Robinson's the interim principal here. With about a third of the staff new to the school, teachers are learning one of the first things they have to do is make sure students feel safe before they feel comfortable learning. Student will leave to go to the bathroom and make his way up to check on his younger sibling in kindergarten. John Dome in WTOP News. A former Loudoun County public schools teacher who's suing the school board has dropped a legal request for the school system to stop investigating her. The former special education teacher at Rosa Lee Carter Elementary School in Ashburn is suing because she says she was repeatedly groped by a fifth grade student who was developmentally disabled. And she says school administrators ignored or refused to act on her complaints, allowing the touching to continue. The Loudoun Times Mirror reports after the lawsuit was filed, the former teacher's attorney filed a motion in late June for a temporary injunction calling on the school system to stop investigating the teacher. But that injunction request has since been dropped. The woman's attorney is not saying why. Coming up after traffic and weather, we're going to check on the latest election results from tonight's primaries out of three states. And we'll talk about it with the host of the Political Junkie podcast, 
Ken Rudin. Stay with us. It's 10.07. Here's the special bulletin sponsored by Looking Glass. There's a lot of work we've been performing on Zero Trust. I see a lot of benefits for the VA to bring a lot of our different practices into an enterprise level of strategy. Being as large of an organization as we are, we cover everything from healthcare to benefits to home loans. This gives us a way of actually focusing our enterprise efforts. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Looking Glass. Cyber adversaries regularly take advantage of the fact that organizations don't have visibility.